You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Cody Decker, kind enough to sit in for Joe Giglio today. Joe Ostrowski here. And, yeah, we're going to line them up. We're going to go over today's MLB card in just a moment. A bit challenging because we don't have a lot of starting pitchers. We don't have a number of odds for the games that are supposed to be taking place today. We'll see if that actually happens. We'll pass along any news that uh, we can yet but uh take a look at day two of the open championship colin morikawa the story of the day he's a open championship debutant and he throws up a 64 on day number two he is nine under par with a three shot lead and uh cody i don't know how big of a golf fan you are i'm a pretty uh good golf fan i don't just watch the majors i try to watch every single weekend and there are some names here in the two spot just a few strokes back that I don't know much about. <laughs> I know about Emmanuel Griot, but Daniel Van Tonder, Marcel Simon, I, I don't know these guys. What's leading to the new parody of these young new names? It is, it's wild. It's wild. Um, we tend to talk about the superstars as we should, like Bryson and, and Kepka and Spieth and, and, and the big name guys, of course, John Rahm with what he's accomplished this season. But every single weekend, no matter what tournament you're talking about, you can go 40, 50 guys deep. Like any of these guys could win. They're not scared. It, it was different when, uh, when we were younger and Tiger was in his prime. He intimidated the entire field. That just is not the case anymore with these young guns. Ton of, ton, ton of parody throughout golf these days, not to mention the fact that only a few of them use Cobra clubs. And we all know what Cobra clubs do. They don't keep the ball in the fairway for some reason, but only for one guy, no matter what the R&D department does. That's right. Uh, Jordan Spieth, one of those guys, uh, just three strokes back. He is sitting T2. Uh, so you got Jordan there. Louis Oosthuizen always pops in these majors, especially the Open Championship. He will play this afternoon. Also three strokes back. So it's all bunched up near the top. You also have Andy Sullivan. Danny Willett, Brian Harmon. Oh, there's Tony Finau. Is he going to get his win? Good day for Tony. Four under par. He is uh, minus four throughout the tournament so far. For, so he's going to make the weekend uh, for sure. Some of the uh, some of the big name guys that we are unsure of if they're going to make the cut. You've got Bryson. His second round is now underway. He went par on the first hole. You've got uh, Brooks. Not great through six. He's one over par. Ron plays later on. You've got Patrick Reed. It, it, it was a rough day one for Phil Mickelson. Oh, was it rough? But looking at, look, you mentioned, you mentioned Bryson just now. When we talked about in the first hour, whether or not Bryson is great for the game. And we mentioned that we both think he's great for the game because we need a villain. We need somebody that we need to root against. However, 
Are you rooting for him not to make it through this just so we can have something to talk about tomorrow? I've gone back and forth. I've gone back and forth on it. Part of me would love to see him miss the cut because he's right? so upset. However, it's good when he's involved, right? Don't you kind of want him to be the first pairing on Saturday and Sunday because he's so far back? <laughs> but yeah, but think about it. He's already made one statement about one company that he works with in Cobra Clubs. Where is he? Get, what's the next statement going to be? Where is he going to go nuclear next? I kind of want to see it. Have you ever seen anything like we saw with uh, Brooks with with the the camera, the, the B roll that everyone saw from the Golf Channel when he was rolling his eyes when when uh, Bryson was walking behind him? He's just so upfront with him. I hate you. I can't stand you. Just the sight of you, the clicking of your shoes bothers me so much get out of my face i've never seen any, anything like this outside of you know wrestling or ufc oh uh, it's, it's it's hilarious be honestly i i like i said i kind of dig it i think we yeah. need guys like that we need personalities like that uh even if it makes your blood boil it's we're talking about them right now and we're not talking about them for the right reasons but we're definitely talking about them and it's bringing interest to the actual open so i think it's a good thing no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Colin Morikawa, again, he's the story. He is nine under par through two rounds at the Open Championship. We will continue to keep you updated. So the MLB schedule, Cody, says 17 games. Will we get 17 games? I have no idea. Uh, a bit strange when I was looking around yesterday. It was a challenge to find the rotations and how teams have chosen to set them up to start the second half of the season. And what I found most interesting is there are a number of teams that are taking their number one, whether they participated or showed up at the all-star game or not, they're taking their number one starting pitcher and they're giving them a little extra rest. They're not going to get over the next couple of months, kind of pushing this back a little bit. Okay. Maybe you'll start on Sunday. That's the case for DeGrom. It sounds like he's going to start on Sunday. Not quite sure, but I found it interesting because I'm used to most seasons where Okay, if they didn't pitch in the All-Star game, line them up. Number one starters going first day back. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm not really sure what numbers they have right now that's producing these uh, decisions. But trust me, every major league team has an R&D department that is well, well, well informed. That's what drives me nuts about fans that watch major league baseball games and you know second guess everything a manager does. Listen, Dave Roberts has numbers and statistics and information that you do not have. Trust me, he's making a very, very well-educated decision on everything he does. That, but the fact that we always second-guess it. That being said, that's why Tony LaRusso has gotten a lot of criticism this year because he's made decisions that were outright against the right thing to do, and it really cost them the game. But luckily, he's managing the White Sox. You can put a ham sandwich in, at the <laughs> at the helm of that team, and they're going to win that division easily. Like that's just the way it is. But it's yeah, it, it it's it's interesting to see what they're doing here. I'd love to find out why they're making these much adjustments. But it's not just one team; it's multiple teams that are doing it. So there's something going on with this trend. Yeah, I think a lot of fans they just grew up like that's what you do when you see something happen with a team and you don't like it. You got to blame someone. Uh, usually, it's the manager. And I can scream about the manager and he's not going to do anything. Like I, I always said with people that had a lot of issues with Joe Madden, do you really think Joe Madden's going rogue here? Do you think he's not on the same page with Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer? Like, come on, man. If you're mad about Madden and if you hated Schwarber being the leadoff guy or how he's handling certain situations with the role as Chapman, you think that Theo didn't have anything to do with that? Guys, he's setting the lineup. Trust me. 
<laughs> so yell at Theo. <laughs> yeah, believe me, if you think your manager is writing that lineup card right now, he's not. It's a man. It's the lineup by committee. There's a lot of numbers involved. There's a lot of people involved that have never picked up a baseball in their lives, but they know how to break down numbers. And if you don't pay attention to the numbers and the statistics that you really are very, very behind in this game, it's just the fact that's where the game is. It's not where it's going. It's where it's been for a long time. Cody, I think we're going to get Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees today. The Bronx Bombers. Oh, in six against the Red Sox this year, 0-6. And they need a couple of good weeks here heading into the trade deadline. Are you going to buy or are you going to sell in that number one media market? They'll get crushed if they sell. Or are you going to shake things up with Aaron Judge? Who knows? Uh, one thing I did know, I did notice about this matchup, going against Martin Perez today for the Yanks, uh, Perez has not done well against the Yankees. Uh, last 67 at-bats against this team, the Yankees are hitting 313. They have a 400 on base, a 1,000 OPS. So if they do play today, I know Judge won't be in the lineup, but uh, things do set up good for the Yankees to uh, start off, start the second half, half off with a victory. They do. However, I cannot stop looking at that 0-6. I just can't. I can't justify saying, yes, absolutely, I'm going to put my money on the Yankees right now to a team that they have shown that they are anemic against. I can't do it. I think the Red Sox are just a flat-out better team, plain and simple. I got the Red Sox tonight against the Yankees. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I was going back and forth on that. I'm like, okay, so the Yankees 0-6, that's tough to look away from. Or does it mean this can't continue that much longer? You could go either way and uh, flip a coin here. You what make about, very you make very valid points on why the yeah. Yankees have a great shot, and they do, but I just can't justify it yet. I, I certainly understand. Uh, how about Tampa Bay Atlanta? Let's start with the trade of Jock. Because sitting below 500 at the break, this is a brave squad I love. I love all the talent on the roster. Everything has gone against them, especially the Acuna injury from last week. I thought they might actually sell because they are so far back in the NL East. And are they actually going to catch one of those wild card spots from an NL West team? Likely no. no. And, and knowing you're not going to have Acuna, I was kind of surprised that they decide, decide to add Jack Peterson to the outfield. I mean, it just shows you where the NL East is right now. That's really anybody's division. It's no one's running away with it. Even the Mets. The Mets currently scoring less runs than any team in Major League Baseball. I think the Braves see an opportunity that they can maybe snag this division. And they can. Same with the Phillies. Same with the Nats. I mean, the Nats went from uh, sellers to buyers in a matter of one week. And you mentioned this game right now. You got Waka versus Morton. I I like Morton tonight. I, I think the Rays are a better team, but I really like Morton tonight. I think the Braves are going to take this game. Yep, agree 100%. The Braves are a slight favorite here, and Waka has been crushed by this Braves lineup. They're hitting 340 against him. 340. <laughs> 
and on base is 400. So yeah, love the race. You got to love the race. They, they always find ways to win when you doubt them, but I'm with you. I'm going to be jumping on the Braves tonight as a slight favorite here. What about, um, you know, the Cubs are a favorite. They're at Arizona. The Diamondbacks stink. We know that. Cubs have had uh, their trying times this season as well. But Hendricks dominates uh, Arizona, just like a lot of teams have. Uh, Arizona, much worse than uh, I, I thought they were going to be this season. You know, offensively, Arizona has a lot of firepower. That's the thing that's really frustrating about them. Their pitching, however, has been to say that low A level is a that would be a compliment. That's how bad their pitching has been. Their starting pitching has been abysmal. They've been injured. They've been ravaged with injuries on their starting staff. Um, I think you're pretty safe to say that Kyle Hendricks has got this well at hand against arguably the worst team in Major League Baseball. But then again, this is a team that can hit. They can hit very, very, very well, and they are in Arizona. You know, Hendricks leaves some balls up. Christian Walker can walk out of this game with three homers. So I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that the Cubs have this, but I do have them winning this game tonight. I do too. Probably not going to bet on it at minus 140, but the Cubs should take care of business at Arizona late tonight. Uh, you do a number of shows on 670, the score in Chicago, so you're paying close attention to what's happening with the White Sox and the Cubs. So uh, Jock Peterson goes. Not a big surprise there. The big news is, gonna, is going to be when Kimbrell goes, if Chris Bryant goes as well, and if there are any other names attached. You brought up Rizzo earlier in the show. You think there's a, there's a chance that they – trade what most people would say is the face of the team it's a possibility but i don't think it's a high possibility because i don't think there's much of a market out there for rizzo as there would be for say bryant kimbrell and even Baez. and quite frankly i mentioned wilson Contreras briefly even wilson Contreras, i think can bring in one hell of a haul he's got a lot of control involved with him but if you're the cubs you have no real reason to move him unless you have to so Rizzo, however, I don't think you're going to get much of a haul. However, it was mentioned that idea of the Chapman thing where you could trade him away for a couple months just to sign him back the way the Yankees did. I could totally see the Cubs doing it, but looking throughout the league, who's in need for a first baseman with not a lot of versatility? It, not a lot of teams, really. If he goes somewhere, it's going to be a very similar situation to the Mitch Moreland signing last year to San Diego where he kind of picked up some of the slack for Eric Hosmer. Um, I don't see that being a scenario for Anthony Rizzo. So I really, um, I think Bryant, Kimbrell, they're going to be gone. And I think that's going to be pretty much it where the Cubs are going to be going. Yeah, I agree with you there. Mariners at the Angels this evening. And the Angels are a heavy favorite. They're minus 151 over at points bet. But I'm looking at this uh, matchup. You've got Haney going for the Angels. He hasn't done well against Seattle. So I, I'm just... I'm not sure that the Angels should be favored by that much. I'm not trying to back Seattle. I'm not saying they're going to make a run at the wild card spot in the American League, but uh, the Angels shouldn't be favored by this much. I agree they shouldn't be favored by this much. However, I do think they should be favored. And it's not because of Heaney. It's because of the name of the other lineup card, and that is Chris Flexen, a guy that I just cannot yeah. tell you to put money on. I just yeah. cannot. He is too good at giving up six runs in the first inning. I think the Angels have this game well at hand. Hey, we've got an ALCS preview here. We've got the Astros and the White Sox tonight. McCullers against Cease. Astros slightly favored on the road. What do you think about this matchup? You're not going to like it, Chicago. The Astros oh. are the team in the American League that scare me more than anyone else. 
This team is frightening. They have arguably the best offense in Major League Baseball, and scary, they can bolster it, and they're doing all this without Alex Bregman. Their pitching has been pretty good, and they're going to add at least one arm this trade deadline. I like, I really do like the Astros tonight. I like, uh, I like what they have been going on lately. They've been very difficult to beat. They got Lance McCullers on the mound tonight. Dylan Cease, as I mentioned before, has been either extravagant or terrible. I don't know what we're going to get out of Dylan Cease tonight, but I do know what we're going to get out of Lance McCullers. Uh, Cease, not a lefty, but when you do have a lefty going against the Astros, it's just a blind bet for me, Cody. Every single time, it's ridiculous. Top five offense, they have an elite defense. They have a pretty good starting staff. I would say top 10 with all those good young arms that they have. Have you heard anything on Verlander? I haven't. Only, only that he's finally starting his throwing program. He's. I, I, there's no way he could be back this year. I just can't imagine it. Getting Tommy John at that age is a very dangerous thing. I do think he will be able to come back, but I don't think we're going to get the same Justin Verlander that we've had over the years. I just don't. There's no way that a guy can come back from Tommy John near 40 and you know produce the way he has. Something else to take a look at, Milwaukee, Cincinnati. If the Reds want to do anything in the NL Central, they're going to have to start their run tonight as we begin the second half of the season. Coming up next, we'll talk some NBA and Major League Baseball with Jill Gallant from FTN. Joe Ostrowski, Cody Decker. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily.